My name is Steve Layton, and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. Hello everybody and welcome to In My Mug episode 437. Um, as you can see, I'm not in the roastery. Um, I'm at Weird Beard um, a Brewery, which is in South West London. I only travel here on the tube and stuff. Um, yeah, I've been doing a, a, a brew day with the guys here, having lots of fun uh, brewing uh, double pearl, yeah, black pearl, which we'll be talking about a little later on. Um, but first, we should do this week's In My Mug. Um, this week, Guatemalan. Uh, Guatemalan coming from uh, Jocatales, which is in the uh, town of uh, Cuera Villa, which is next door to Antigua. We've done this a few times, you probably remember when we've talked about it before, but it's owned by Alex, Alex Elastis. I pronounce that wrong, sorry Alex. And Alex does watch this. In fact, if you want to friend up Alex on Facebook, I'm going to put his link on there now because he's on Facebook all the time and you can tell him how much his coffee is lovely and amazing. Um, Alex is 27 years old um, and has took over the running of his grandfather's farm and uh, he's also processing for some other family members as well because he's been so successful. Um, before we get into all of that we should go to the fact file to find out a little bit, about, a little bit more about Guatemala and a little bit more about Alex's farm. Hello and welcome to this week's fact file. As always, figures may change because we are idiots. Uh, but we are focusing on Guatemala this week. Um, Guatemala, kind of northern part of Central America, bordering Mexico. Uh, 108,889 square kilometres of land are uh, is the complete size of the country, not dedicated to coffee. Um, they are the 10th biggest producer, uh, very, very big coffee producer, producing over 3 million bags and and, um, consistently uh, producing an awful lot of coffee. Uh, common varietals, you have Bourbon, you have Katura, you have Katayi. Um, there are many other varietals in Guatemala, though. Uh, coffee grown, 1,600 to 2,000 metres above sea level, and a fairly standard fare there. Uh, we have 10 farms that we're working with in Guatemala. Very proud of the relationships we have there. Uh, Alex being one of the uh, the biggest that we have. So, Los Jocatales, farmer is Alex Ignatius. Uh, region is Antigua. It's a naturally processed coffee this week. Uh, 1,400 metres above sea level. The nearest city is Cuiad Vieja. And the variety is Yellow Katura. And that was this week's fact file. So that's the fact file done, and um, yeah, you get to find out a little bit more about Guatemala. Um, so Alex, uh, when I first met him, was basically riding around Guatemala on his moped. Um, did just randomly stop him and say, do you sell coffee? I was introduced to him by Raul Rodas, who is the 2012 World Barista Champion and a good friend of mine, who was helping me find people to buy coffee from in Guatemala. Alex had convinced his grandfather that he should allow him to do a little bit of honey processing with his coffee. Now honey process doesn't sound that weird, but actually in Guatemala, he's probably one of the first people to do it. It's really typically only Costa Rica um, and some other places doing it following on from Costa Rica because it's very much their thing where they would just remove the cherry, 
uh, leave the mucilage on and leave the seeds to dry. Now, because Alex didn't have um, uh, anywhere to pulp um, and anywhere to naturally process, he thought he could do um, honey in. He borrowed the roof of his uncle's house to dry the coffee on. And I have some amazing photos on the website, you should go check them out. Uh, me, Alex and Raoul on the roof of this house, just not believing what was going on. Um, then it was very small. Since then, Alex has ramped up production. Um, he took over more production from his grandfather and he's doing even more and more coffee. So why don't we go and look at the map bit so you can see where Alex's farm is exactly. And I'll be back with you in a second with some coffee and somebody's going to be joining me here um, to talk about uh, Weirdbeard and what they're doing here. So I'll be back with you in just a second. Hello and welcome to the map bit. There we were, there we're going, across the Atlantic Ocean and across to Central America. But we're going to focus down on the country of Guatemala. So let's get down there. So zooming down to the country, uh, neighbouring Nicaragua and uh, Guatemalans are fond of spicy stew called tapado, which is made by combining fish, coconut, banana and calanthro, whatever calanthro is. Um, see, food tips on this uh, podcast too. Maybe it could call it on my plate. Um, but let's get down to Cuervia, uh, which is very, very close to uh, Antigua. And there we've got the farm. Uh, very, very good map bit. Very clear. This is Alex. This is the first time I met him where I was getting terribly sunburnt. And I mean terribly sunburnt. I was quite ill for a couple of days afterwards. Um, didn't think I'd need any sun cream. Um, here's Alex picking uh, the uh, yellow katura that he has on the farm. And... Uh, you can see, he's so baby-faced, it's annoying. And this is the roof that I talked about, where yeah, his uncle's house, he was drying all of the coffee. It was the weirdest thing I think I've ever seen. Um, it really is strange. And here's uh, one of the volcanoes in the background that you can see from the farm. The whole town is surrounded by volcanoes. I think there's three in total, um, all in very close proximity uh, and still active. Uh, a couple of years ago when I was there, one of them actually uh, erupted and uh, I got grounded for a few days. So the highest point is uh, Volcan Tajmulco, which is 4,211 metres. And the lowest point is the Pacific Ocean. Um, oceans tend to be quite close to sea level, don't they? And that was the map bit. OK, so we're back and I'm joined by Natasha. Say hello to the nice people. Hiya. Um, so you are, I, your kind of role is many because you're assistant brewer sometimes, yeah, you're marketing, out. your events, you're running around doing sandwiches and food <laughs> and fetching lead beer. So t tell us a little bit about, about Weird Beard and how long you've been involved and what your job is here. Okay, I'm uh, Natasha, who's the events communications manager um, at Weird Beard. We're a team of eight, um, small team based in West London. Um, we've been going on since 2013, brewing commercially from this from this brew house. Um, I'm amazed at that because I can't remember a time before we've been like. Yeah. You, you've definitely been part of my. I'm kind of into the beer a little bit, and I kind of like going to beer festivals and stuff. But you've just seem to have been around ever since I really got into it. So maybe I can like you for What's important to us is our brand, um, so we've been always pushing for our brand and getting out there when, even when we didn't have the brew house, we were delivering samples, getting our beer to festivals. So I think in that way, we've been 
we've been out there longer than mm. people might anticipate. I think you're very active as well. I mean, I, I've been to like your two of your meat brewers uh, in the past, and like not everybody does that. Like some people will do one or two occasionally. You guys seem to be doing it a lot. We like to do it, and uh, Brian, our head brewer and co-founder, he likes uh, to be a brewer at the meat brewers. So. Mm. Um, he doesn't want to sell, send a sales rep to someone like that, so he really wants people to meet the, the, the brewers behind the beers, and it's all about building partnerships there with you. I think it means so much when you actually like, you know, because like, don't tell him because he's just over there, but he's like a bit of a hero of mine. Like when I got into beer and like, you know, Greg and Brian were two people I've helped with Greg and Steve, like because of the things you were doing, I could kind of, I could see what you were trying to do there, and it, it was fantastic. Um, if, in a couple of sentences, tell us what your beer is. Um, our beer is, I'd say, innovative, uh, boundary pushing, and generally hot forward. But yeah. um, I think those are three, three strong words to describe what we're doing. Um, so unrestricted. We don't always brew to style. We make up our own styles, but um, that's part of the fun process. Fun. fun. Definitely fun. It's been fun today. What, what have we been brewing today? Uh, today we've been brewing Black Pearl, so it's our award-winning coffee milk stout. Oh, who, who would you get such a wonderful coffee from with such a wonderful beer? <laughs> yeah, I think the guys are called Husky. Oh, I've never heard of them. So you use the Limoncillo, don't you, in, yes. uh, in that? And, and it is an amazing beer. If you haven't tried it, you should definitely go hunt it down. And I mean, you, and it's one of your core beers yeah, as well. Yeah, it's one it? of our core Yeah, so it's um, it's kind of like a, a breakfast stout. Is it breakfast stout or milk stout? I never we know the same. It's coffee milk stout. Yeah. It's, it's not with that much oat in it, okay. and it's low ABV, so it's focused on the coffee. Yeah, yeah. No, it is, it, and it's great because it is only like four point three percent, three point seven, three point eight. Three point eight. It was there was a four point three brew once, I seem to remember. I think that was the, the first one. Yeah, and then you also do double pearl. Uh, well. So the imperial version, double pearl. Which is a lot stronger. Yes, eight point six percent. Yeah, yeah, lower strong. Um, so we should talk about the coffee. So this is a natural process. Um, it's a Keturah varietal. Kind of Keturah is uh, a varietal. Is uh, it's kind of fairly widespread. So it's one of the, the the older varietals that are out there. Um, now. I talked a lot in the earlier one to these guys about that Alex does this funny processing. Um, this is his latest experiment that he did for the first time last year and I think he's, he's kind of perfecting it as we go on. Um, natural processes tend to be funky, tend to have a, a little bit of booziness to them and that was a lot of the reason why I wanted to bring this one. So let's, uh, let's try. So for me the front end of this is very much like, it's got like a sherry base to it. Like I'm thinking kind of like you know, grandma's sherry and a schooner of it at Christmas kind of flavours. But it's sweet as well and it's little like like candied kind of like candied lemon sweets as well. I get a lot of the sugar sweetness from it. Like, how about you? I am getting the sweetness. Mm. And for a natural that's unusual because naturals just tend to be body and funk and lack a little bit of that sweetness in the punch. Now you were telling me you like uh, kind of very fruity kind of I've bought a really bad one for you here because this is not high acidity. No, um, definitely going fruitiness. Yeah, no, there is that fruitiness in there, and I think it's kind of say, a little bit like those lemon candy kind of sugar things, but it predominantly is kind of like it is fruit, but it's like that bruised fruit, and a little bit kind of say the sherry thing is very predominant for me in it. Um, I love what Alex is doing. He's such a cool kid, and 
Can I say something 27 to go over here? Oh, no, just ask you. Uh, 27. Okay, so cool kid. So I'll say cool kid then, and then that's good. I can dig myself out of that hole. But no, he is, he's, he's like, he's really trying to be innovative and try new things. And a lot of the reason why, because Roland selected this one, was like an innovative farm doing innovative things kind of ties in with what you guys are doing. Yeah, definitely. If, if people want to buy your beers, um, they can obviously find them in lots of bottle shops and things like that. But is there anywhere else they can say buy online or anything like that? Um, we do have on our website, we have a beer locator tab which shows, says where to find. So whether you're looking for a bottle shop, a pub, um, and it's organised regionally. So you can, whether you're in Manchester or whether you're in London, there's some helpful hints there. So on our website. But I'm sure there's lots of those guys on the, uh, you know, like Ales by yeah. Mail type people yeah, or so whatever. Yeah, so Ales by Mail. That was a good boss, wasn't it? Yeah, I bought them then a lot. So, um, so if you want to try uh, uh, Black Pearl, they should go on to Owls by Mail and buy it from there. Yeah. Um, he owes me a, he owes me some publicity for that because uh, I can't remember the, I can't remember his name. But he's been to the roastery a couple of times. And lovely guy. Right. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for joining us on uh, on camera as well. And thank you for letting me uh, play beer all day. It's been fun. You're I've got to put overalls on and everything and do some work. Um, yeah, uh, do watch next time and do remember, life is definitely too short.